Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blackhawks on Tap. I am Johnny Nani, joined tonight by Tony Marchese. Tony, we are talking about a Blackhawks shootout winner in New Jersey. Two to one is the final tonight. Uh, that's a two-game winning streak, Tony. Hey, that's exactly what I asked for, Johnny, didn't I? I said uh, if we win to tomorrow, uh, this was last night, I said if we win tomorrow, uh, we're, we're right on the uh, the heels of a winning streak, and that's what we're going to talk about, Johnny. Um, it, it was a scary game, though, for me, because we're playing a Devils team that's just not very good, and mm-hmm. I feel like it took too long to beat these guys. But, hey, you come out on top two in a row, things are looking good right now for the Hawks. Yeah, I agree with you that it definitely took too long. I'm with you on that. But uh, you had said, you know, this is a case of playing down. I don't think that was the case entirely. Um, There were ups and downs in this game. There may have been times where it looked like that, but there were other times, uh, like take the third period, for example, when they're dictating the terms um, for the most part. And um, it it looked good at five on five for them. I mean, even in the second period, uh, their scoring chances were, you know, a a lot more abundant, uh, a lot more dangerous than the uh, those of the Devils. So I didn't really feel like it was a play down game. It it was just kind of a little bit more of a uh, wild card, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I I wanted the blowout though. I think that's where oh, I'm. So, oh, don't get me know, wrong. I, I think that's where yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm. You kind of hung man. up yeah. on. You know, I want I wanted I wanted the domination. I wanted to come in and 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 wipe the floor with these guys, like I said. And you know, a one-one game that uh, that winds up going into overtime against the Devils just it was a little uncomfortable, especially going into the shootout, um, which was a fun shootout to watch, and we'll we'll get there, but. Uh, you know, it was it started out kind of rough and shaky with the penalties that uh, that the Hawks were just taking early on in this game. And mm-hmm. I feel like they were a little bit lucky that they, they got through that with only giving up one. And, you know, it, hey, if you're giving up penalties and you're the Blackhawks, we all know how this PK and the, and the power, just the special teams in general have been um, over the course of basically our entire time watching the Blackhawks. I feel like this has gone on since before 2007, that it's always been just terrible. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it leaves you a little bit uncomfortable. And the Devils, despite their record, they've got a lot of weapons. And I was I was pretty uncomfortable after the third period, or the third penalty was taken, and I, I felt oh, like yeah. it, was, it was due. Um, and the, the Devils did wind up on the board. But, um, you know, for the most part, Corey Crawford did his job. Uh, the Hawks limited a lot of shots, 20 blocks tonight. Um, actually, both teams had 20 block shots. Uh, but that's a lot of that's a lot of getting in front of pucks. And we talked about that last night, too, against the game uh, against the Bruins. Um, you know, that, that kind of limited things. And Corey Crawford had a good night in net. Uh, obviously, only giving up one here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, solid effort, I think, all around. I just I wanted to see the domination. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I think, uh, like I had said right right before you started there, that you kind of set the bar up there. Um, So falling below that a little bit definitely, you know, feels like a drop off here. Um, I mean, at this point with this team, it's I am, you know, taking it any way we can get. And sometimes, you know, that's the way hockey is going to be. Sometimes it's going to be hard fought. Even you play the cleanest of games. uh, There's that game against I go back to it against Tampa. You you look at the uh, scoring chance, the possession numbers, even the shots on goal. Um, it, we should have been, you know, w- way out in front of them, and it was the other way around, just because of you know a couple bounces either way. So sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles, honestly, in the game of hockey. So um, 
I am glad that they ended up pulling this out because it's much more somber mood and kind of, you know, back, you know, we're going the one step forward, two steps back type of thing. Um, and then we're probably also calling the Boston win a little more lucky than it was. Um, if that was the case that they fell in New Jersey tonight, but, um, Hey, uh, we got to be opportunistic. Uh, we we got to take advantage of it when we can. And uh, winning this game is better than uh, losing it, even if you were to only get one point in this game. So um, I think it's time to go streaking, uh, something that I had mentioned on the last episode. That's going to be my biggest thing um, is building momentum. Um, I, I didn't mind the effort tonight. I would have liked, like you said, pot some more goals, uh, make it be more of a blowout. But I, I didn't mind the effort. It, it wasn't like there was a period of defensive lackadaisicalness or um kind of you know just carelessness really um they, they, obviously the penalties early on that's a little bit undisciplined but i wouldn't say it's careless uh they're still trying to make plays so uh it took them a little bit to get the feet going the devils have been off for a few days uh you know new, fairly new coach in there so uh they, they were going to get rolling that was a point that jamal Mayers made in the pregame show so um I I didn't like the slow start, and like you'd said, I was with you uh, with the penalties early on. I don't know if you saw it in the Twitter account, but I put the uh, Forrest Gump running gif uh, mm-hmm. as the Blackhawks to the penalty box in the last 24 hours, uh, just because they had taken a bunch early at Boston as well. So um, I was glad they were able to weather that with only one goal. Uh, sure, it you know sucks going down there, but uh, we got a power play goal of our own tone uh, if we're kind of moving through this thing chronologically. And it wasn't the yep. prettiest of goals, but Alex Rinkett's back on the board. Hey, and another thing we talked about, um, you know, starting and a jumping off point for Alex Brinkett and Jonathan Taves uh, in last night's game uh, against the Bruins. And here we go again. Alex Brinkett right on the score sheet gets his seventh on the year. Um, let's keep this rolling. Uh, I'd like to see a long point streak for, for Alex Brinkett. And here we are. Um, you know, and, and that's the other thing, you know, one for two on the power play tonight. You know, I just referenced uh, the the shaky special teams. But if you're going one for two on the power play, I think that's pretty good. And you continue that, that power play gets a little bit of momentum. And if you got Alex to bring it, feeling it on the power play, it's only going to help more. Um, like you said, it wasn't pretty, but I don't care how they look. If it's on yeah. the back, it's, well, I, it's in the back of the net, it's it, it still counts as a goal. It goes to another guy that we had, you know, been on and we've been on his case. And I'd like to think that, you know, I mean, obviously they're not, you know, listening here. We like to say that we are to, you know, pat our own backs. But uh, Jonathan Taves out in front of the net. I mean, he's taking away P.K. Subban. He's lifting a stick right there because the brigade didn't get all of that. It was kind of like a, you know, kind of the shaft of the stick, really. Uh, the heel right, right where it meets mm-hmm. there is where he really got that off from just because of the way that the rebound came out. And it's Jonathan Taves in front of the net, taking up space, uh, taking away a defender. And uh, I like the way Jamal Mayers put it uh, on the postgame show when he said that, um, you know, uh, Taser should get an assist for it. Obviously, they're not going to in the book because he never touched the puck on that sequence. But, um, you know, you feel like you should because uh, he did all the dirty work out in front of the net. So Cat uh, was able to slip even a little bit of a weaker attempt through there. Um, you know, but I, I was glad Cat was in the right place and drove down um, after that was all kind of kept in. And uh, props to Dylan Strom, too, because um, the, the puck kind of flipped up on him uh, to that, you know, top point position on the power play. He sent it back to Kane, and Kane was the one that threw it at the net. And that was a shot that eventually led to the rebound for Dabrinkit. But, um, you know, just good work all around from all, all those guys that we had mentioned. We know Kane was going to get his, but my pick, my stick to click, Strom, uh, keeping it at the top there. Um, you know, your guy, Cat, uh, the throw, or did you pick Johnny? 
I had Johnny. Okay, I, yeah, but I, I mean, Johnny. so he's he's doing the work down low. Um, either way, and uh, you know, the Brinkett, uh, who he said needs to get hot, uh, get back to that sneaky sniper. Obviously, yesterday at Boston was more of the uh, snipe type of goal, but he had a couple of looks like that. One time went wide, one time went same uh, blocker side. But um, either way, uh, find the back of the net is cool and tough. It definitely is, Johnny. I. I... I liked seeing the power play working there, and uh, and I just hope this continues. Like I said, for for Alex to bring it. Um, one other thing before we get into uh, overtime, because there's really not much to talk. I think in the, in the third period, but one more thing I wanted to comment on was uh, the play of Dennis Gilbert, um, just mm-hmm. absolutely destroying Jack Hughes, setting the tone here. And you kind of mentioned it uh, via text during the game. Uh, the Hawks have been going after the skilled guys uh, on the other on the on the opposing side and, and throwing the body around a little bit. And I really uh, I'm not a big Dennis Gilbert guy. I don't think many people are. Uh, but seeing him out there serving his role and, and get, you know, just knocking Jack Hughes around a little bit and then get, throwing the gloves down uh, with uh, Simmons. Hockey fights are cool and tough. You want know, to talk about cool and tough stuff, uh, you know, Dennis Gilbert tonight. He earns the cool and tough award, in my opinion, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of the most entertaining plays tonight was uh, was him stapling Jack Hughes there and, and then uh, throwing him down with Simmons. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he didn't exactly win the fight, but he got his shots off and, uh, you know, that type of stuff. It, 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 it goes a long way. And we saw it in the Boston game. We've seen it a few times lately. Uh, Hawks players getting into fights and, uh, you know, it's it's kind of sparked this team a little bit. Yeah, so um, there's, you know, if, if you're going on and you said he probably didn't win the fight, if you're going to hockeyfights.com, they're probably voting Wayne Simmons there, uh, probably rightfully so. Um, I, I would guess it's more of like a uh, 60-40 type of thing instead of a uh, 90-10 uh, type of vote there uh, if you're going over to that on hockeyfights.com. But uh, like you said, he got his licks in in that fight with Simmons if you're talking about that itself. Uh, but I like the overall sentiment and like what I uh, had referenced to you in the text uh, going after the skill guys. And it's not like you're headhunting. I, I want to make that clear. Um, we're, we're not the uh, meatballs that are saying, oh, you know, you gotta, you know, destroy them, break them, break their jaw, anything like that. Um, that's not the sentiment that we're getting at. It's taking away space. It's letting them know that they're not going to wander into the zone uh, and skate in uh, how they want. They're not going to weave right. through five defenders like Connor McDavid does uh, with the Oilers so easily. I know he's a different skill set, but either way, um, you know, Jack Hughes, number one overall pick, extremely dynamic player. Um, we've seen him, you know, what he played 52 games for the U.S. national team and put up 102 points or something like that. Um, just insanity last year. Uh, I know it's a different level of competition here, but it's like, hey, welcome to the NHL, buddy. Uh, Dennis Gilbert's a young kid himself. Um, good for him holding his own there and uh, making a difference because that's what a guy like him has to do. You had said, you know, there probably aren't too many guys that uh, fans that would consider themselves a Dennis Gilbert guy. Uh, Dennis Gilbert stand or anything like that um, at this point, but uh, he's got to do something to, um, you know, kind of not make a name for himself, but make his impact felt. Does that make hey, sense? Yeah. 14 minutes of time on ice tonight, three hits, two blocks, a fight. Um, you know, he, he also put a shot on that. Uh, that's a pretty productive night for a defenseman who's stepping in here uh, to the NHL lineup. Young guys, his first year up. So like the nerves are out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the, the nerves it's, are out a little bit, but uh, you know that's that's kind of an effective night, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely with you on that. And what I was saying is, you know, when he was up early, uh, he had to fill in for Murphy for that very first game of the year over in Prague. Uh, 
against Philly. And, you know, he looked nervous and he had a breakdown, uh, kind of, you know, fumbled the puck. And, and I believe it was Konechny that ended up scoring on, uh, you know, very first goal of the year uh, against the Blackhawks over there. And there were a couple of times when he had come back up uh, and been in limited action, just kind of shy. Uh, it seemed like uh, maybe not doing anything overly terrible, but not wowing you at all either. Um, not, not saying that this is completely wowing you because you'd like to see just sound defensive plays, really good stick check breakups, but uh, he's also a bigger body type. So that's the type of game that he's got to play. And I'm glad that he's playing to that ability. And like I said, it just feels like he has a skates under him more. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. A, a little more confidence about him. Uh, you, I guess you get that with, you know, probably only his sixth, seventh game in the show so far. Yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah it's so. good to it's good to see some some of these guys step up and have a, a somewhat of an effective game um you know because right now the, the the blue line is a little bit of a carousel with some of these injuries that we've seen so far this year so these guys have to step in and, and be effective um sometimes like we've always said it's it's better to not be seen uh but if you are seen make sure it's for the right reason yeah i think that was tonight uh didn't really have anything glaring in, in my opinion but uh, uh the blue line wasn't exactly terrible tonight and uh you know that's that's going to lead to some victories um but i want to get into the overtime and and actually mm-hmm. the, the shootout here um you know let's let's jump right to it uh nobody scores in overtime a few chances for both sides but uh you want me to, to i have one i have one point on the overtime though uh connor yeah, murphy ahead. is Connor Murphy is not an effective overtime player. I'm sorry. Uh, there's no way around it at this point. He went and I told you on last night's show, uh, he went and tried to pinch the puck up against the boards mm-hmm. and ends up getting stolen, taken the other way. Uh, luckily, Taze was able to, uh, you know, knock down Pasternak and come the other way with it. Uh, and granted, that was Murphy on the feed out to Taves on that. But, uh, man, it, overtime's a possession game, and I'm sorry. Connor Murphy does not play that style. It doesn't look like uh, those guys have communicated with him before they step out on the ice and say, hey, get me this in space. You just stay back at the blue line in case we fuck up. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like there's been that type of communication. I'm sorry, but I, I this is so weird, and I feel like I would never say this, and Patrick Comiskey will probably crucify me. I'd rather have Eric Gustafson out there in overtime than Connor I'm glad Murphy. you said. I'm glad you said it first because that was the next thing that was coming out of my mouth there, Johnny, was – I feel a lot more comfortable with Eric Gustafson out there on the ice in overtime. Uh, just, you know, not only is he a little bit more offensive minded, but, you know, he, he can he can skate a little bit more and he's not going to. I don't know. He's, he can he's weave, still going to have his turnovers. But I think that's yes, the biggest he can, thing. He, he can, can weave in space. Yes. Yes, he can. And uh, I, I hate to say this, too, but you've got two guys right now in the Blackhawks organization who are probably better than him and neither of them can take the ice right now for the Hawks. And that's. Duncan Keith and Anna Boquist, uh, mm-hmm. who is down in Rockford right yeah. now. Uh, both of those guys, I feel like, uh, you know, if it was those three, that's who I'd be cycling out there in overtime. Um, yeah. so those, I, I, I really minutes. I really like that point, and I hate to cut you off. So I, I do want to cut Connor Murphy a little slack because I love him for his, you know, five-on-five abilities, his penalty-killing abilities, all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to completely throw him under the bus, but overtime's a different type of game. It's a different type of situation, and granted, he is thrown into that role because they're going to go with their number one, so to say, defenseman uh, with – uh, Kane Taves up front to start over time. That's what they like to run. That's what they've always run, even with Q, with Colladin. Doesn't matter. Uh, they've run it both ways. So Murphy is filling in, in essence. It would be Keith out there if he was healthy. Uh, no doubt about that. So I don't want to completely throw him under the bus. But also, when you have injuries, you need to adapt. Um, maybe it's time to think about someone else back there uh, just to start if they do get into an overtime, say, against Arizona on Sunday night. So uh, that's all I got for the overtime. I just want to interject that because I know there was, you know, kind of 
chance at either end. You know, Corey Crawford made a nice save on uh, Jack Hughes. Um, and then there was a chance at the very end there. I believe it was Gustafson that had finally teed one up uh, as that thing was dying out. But uh, let's get in the shootout tone. Sorry to blow all my hot air here, but I just wanted to uh, get that point out there. Yeah, no, uh, I think that's very valid and, and, and worth the uh, worth the time there to say. Um, shootout, Johnny. Uh, first four, Jonathan Taves um, comes out and uh, pots a real nice one there. I love the move that he made. And Taves was a guy that I was on for his shootout abilities earlier this year, and I'm glad you my were. stick to click came through uh, number one right there because it just seemed, it seemed like they were going to have some trouble going into the shootout. I don't know why. But just the offensive ability tonight, they were not finding the back of the net. And you see Kane and Taves both pot the first two chances from the Hawks side. Unfortunately, Crawford was not able to stop the first two, either from uh, Gusev or Boakvist for New Jersey. But then uh, then you see Debrinket and Strom kind of come up empty here. I, I kind of really liked Strom's approach more mm-hmm. than Debrinket's. I thought Strom was going to get it. I like. I loved the reaction out of uh, Strom's mom uh, after the uh, after the shot did not yes. go in. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, you know, you never want to see your kid miss, especially yeah. in a, when the game is on the line. There, uh, big save though from Crawford on Hall. I, yeah, I think Hall save. was. I think Hall was the one I was most worried about in the shootout. I was actually kind of surprised uh, with the with the lineup New Jersey put out there because I would have imagined Hall for some reason would have been out there a lot earlier than, uh, than he actually was um, shooting yeah, I, eighth I, I, overall in the shootout. I, I would have thought at least before Paul Mary. Um, yeah. I know, I know Gusev is kind of a uh, little bit of a dangles guy, obviously showcased that over in the KHL for a number of years there. And then uh, Jesper Boquist to uh, another skill forward. So I could see those two, but I would have thought at least three. Um, I probably, honestly, if I was a coach, I probably would have went Gusev uh, Hall and, and then Boquist. Yep, that that's exactly what I would have done as well. So it was it was a little concerning to me when we get to this point where uh, Strom misses and you got Hall up there. I was I was clenching a little bit because I, mm-hmm. I just I saw that that this was going to go uh, bad. But uh, Crow comes up with a huge stop on him, and then I love this battle right here: Kirby Doc and Jack Hughes. You know, the number three overall pick in this past year's draft versus number one overall, and Kirby Doc, our guy comes up and just, oh, you know, you, you talk about Patrick Kane, make it nasty. Look at Kirby Doc right now. I mean, this is just, it, it was a beautiful goal. And uh, then uh, Jack Hughes comes up and Crawford uh, gets a save on him. I really thought that Jack Hughes's approach was uh, kind of ineffective the way that he went. He um, went too wide. Yeah, he went way too wide. And uh, it was kind of a soft little right into the pads. And, you know, it was just, it was so validating. Uh, not only for the mm-hmm. victory, but, you know, even if these two yeah. guys are shooting one, two, and you have Kirby Doc uh, putting one in the back of the net and Jack Hughes coming up short, uh, that's just all the validation in the world right now. Uh, I think that's a huge confidence boost yeah. for this, this 18-year-old kid. And uh, let's let's keep seeing it because, you know, I, oh, man, Kirby Doc could be something really special. You, you, you want some more validation for Kirby Doc, Tony? I don't know if you uh, saw this sequence, but it, it was not it was nothing that was a major scoring chance. So it's probably not even going to ring a bell uh, in a lot of minds. Like you know, when you're like thinking back and, you know, plays that were outstanding during the game. It was just a sequence that I noticed and it kind of involved these two players. So that's why when you were talking about them, uh, I, I want to bring this up. It was earlier. I believe I want to say it was probably maybe about three, four minutes into the third period. Um, and at one end, J- 
Jack Hughes is whiffing on a shot, getting checked by Slater Cuckoo and falling into the ice. Puck reverses, comes up the other right wing to Kirby Dock, runs into the zone. And granted, he was still probably you know a little bit out the top of the circles. Fires a shot on Blackwood, though, and it's a glove save. And I like that's one thing that I thought, too, as well. Like, oh, wow, look at the number one pick down there uh, having a seat on the ice. And then the number three pick for us uh, coming down with a, you know, nice shot on that, at least setting up an ozone face off. So uh, yep. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, that that kind of made me feel more validated as well. Well, you know, and, and I don't think any of us here, if if we were faced in the draft room, are taking Kirby Doc number one overall. Uh, I just, it, you know, there was questions about drafting Kirby Doc number three overall. Um, a lot of Hawks fans were upset about it. I wasn't exactly in the Kirby Doc camp. I was all for Alex Turcotte. And uh, now, after what I've seen out of Kirby Doc so far this year, and you know that the uh, the preseason and then in the camp were cut short with the uh, with the injury and everything, but God, he's just he he looks like he's going to grow into such a solid NHL player. He might not be a you know complete absolute star, but he's a bigger kid who is strong on the puck and still has the offensive ability to be a goal scorer. And I think when he grows into his body a little bit more, he's going to be able to use it more effectively. He's going to be able to get into the front of the net. He's going to be able to move guys off the puck. He's going to be a great two-way player. And, you know, like just the back check and everything, I I don't want to compare him exactly to Marion Hosa, but the way that he moves back down the ice to go, you know, just on the back check, it's 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 almost a little bit of a flash of Marion Hosa, and I, mm-hmm. I really love the style of play because that's the type of player that is very successful, especially in you know the playoffs too. So I I I really like what we've seen out of Kirby Doc so far. He's come up now in big moments. Um, you see, you know when he's when he when he does score a goal, the sellies are 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 just. You know, it looks like he's been there before. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like yeah. a kid who is out of his element. He's totally in his element in the NHL right now, and uh, you know, I'm 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 very happy with it. I I, I want him to have more ice time because I, I I really I really like his game, and I'm, I'm so far I'm very happy with this pick. Yeah, I am as well, Tone. Uh, he was your game winner. Technically, uh, I dropped a tweet on Four Feathers saying, uh, you know, drop the uh, game winners in the uh, thread below. And uh, no one had picked him, but I-, I am glad that he was the one that delivered. Granted, I didn't think it was going to be in a shootout. I thought Dylan Strom was going to win it for us in regulation, but um, alas, shit happened. So uh, either way, Kirby Doc ends up getting the game winner, Grand being shootout. So uh, not going to count on the statute as game winning goal, but um, shit, we will count it for uh, just this episode of Blackhawks on tap because uh game winning goals cool and tough and opportunistic tony very i mean that's taglines right there yep so uh we're on brand totally tonight uh let's Mm -hmm. move in uh we we, uh are starting the weekend here we need to get rolling um the blackhawks will be back in action for a little sunday fun day at the uc one of those great six o'clock starts uh they're hosting the pacific division leading Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they sit at 7, 10, 4, 38 points, uh, like I had mentioned, leading the Pacific Division. So uh, a little wow. bit of a surprise there. Um, oh. I, I would have guessed, honestly, at this point in the season, Vegas uh, leading that division. Um, I knew Vancouver was going to have a resurgence, but I still would have pegged Vancouver for more around uh, the three 
spot. They're in four right now. Um, and Edmonton, I probably would have picked uh, probably in a wild card spot. But, um, you know, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, uh, insanity over there. Uh, Arizona kind of gets done by a team effort, uh, kind of by committee out there. Uh, Nick Schmaltz, you know, he, he's having a decent season himself out there. 15 assists for uh you know, uh, the Coyotes, um, he's got, uh, is he going to get booed? Is he going to get booed on, on Sunday? Well, I'm going to be there. So I'm going to boo him. So there should be at least one. So me and my buddy and then Ron will be there too. So you can count for three boos. Um, I will, uh, the guy was lazy as hell here. Um, you couldn't realize the potential, but you know, there's that change of scenery stuff. I'm glad we got Dylan Strom instead of him. Um, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and it may end up working out for the Hawks. If Alec Regula in the coming years does end up becoming a top six, you know, uh, playable defenseman every night. So, uh, you never know, uh, it could still work out. I think there's a little more longevity that trade since Perlini was moved elsewhere after anyway, but, um, I digress. We're getting into this game here. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, Arizona does not play in between now and and then uh, they were off tonight, I believe, and fell last night against Pittsburgh. Uh, they were in Pittsburgh. Um, it was 2 nothing, so they got shut out there. Um, and then uh, before that, though, they'd won two straight. Uh, they're kind of on a little East Coast swing. Uh, the Flyers right before Pittsburgh, they defeated them three to one. And then the Blue Jackets, uh, four to two. I know Columbus is kind of down in the dumps this year, uh, having lost Brovsky and Panarin. But, um, you know, uh, they had a little confidence and then Pittsburgh kind of shut it down. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. Uh, them, they're going to have a break too. The granted they're on a road trip, but they were off and they've got time off. So, um, be interesting to see. Uh, what, what are you expecting from this game on Sunday night? Uh, I'm expecting the win streak to continue. And I think that uh, the only reason that I'm expecting it to continue is I want to speak it into existence. This is a total trap game for the Hawks Uh, Mm -hmm. coming back home. Great six o'clock start, Um, you know, home cooking. It's just it has trap game written all over it, especially after an East Coast trip where you beat one of the best teams in the NHL. You came out and you beat another team in a shootout. You should be feeling pretty good on the flight back. And then you get back home and you you just rest on your laurels a little bit. But I don't think that that's what the Hawks are going to do here. I think that uh, that that game in Boston, like I said, is the start of something that is going to be a nice little Blackhawks win streak. And you talk about it going streaking. Here we go. This is your next chance. Another tough opponent in Arizona. And I really think that the Hawks will match up with them well. You know, they're playing down right now. They're playing like a wounded team, and that's what they are. They're wounded, and there's nothing more dangerous than a wounded animal. That's what the Hawks are right now. I just, I really think that this is going to be a, you know, maybe a 5-3 win for the Hawks, putting a, putting a few up early and, uh, you know, just riding it out. I, I, I really think that they played this game today, like I said, a little bit too too close, you know, and, and a little bit undisciplined in the beginning of the game. I, I think we'll see a nice little solid yeah. effort, a uh, lot, a lot of things to clean up. And, you know, the, the, the things that they need to clean up aren't going to be too hard for them. I mean, it's, it's, it's little penalties. It's, you know, it's just, it's little stuff that they could do a lot mm-hmm. better. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm that uh, you go into practice and clean that stuff up and come back out and have a really solid effort. You've got Alex Debrinkit rolling right now. You've got Jonathan Taves, who's technically found the back of the net now in a few games in a row as well. Um, 
Kirby Doc with the game winner uh, in a shootout. I don't care if it's in a shootout or if it's in regulation. You still find the back of the net, and that's a little that's a little bit of a confidence boost for you. Beating goalies is is the name of the game here, and you had uh, you had a lot of guys beating goalies tonight, whether it be in the shootout or, or in regulation with uh, with Alex Brinkett. So I think that they've got some momentum. It's going to be easy enough to carry it in here, and I think the Hawks get this done. Yeah, so I got one comment here. I'm with you. I like that you brought it up. Uh, they played more undisciplined. I wouldn't say they played completely down because, like I said, I'd say it was more of a wild card effort tonight um, back and forth, a little bit more so than that. But definitely undisciplined at the beginning. No doubt about that. Uh, you're right there. So that's something they can clean up. I think also having the last shift at home, that's uh, kind of something that can be a cliche yep. at times. But uh, I do think that'll just help match up and they can get those, you know, the Kane, Strom, Debrinket line out against the matchup that they see that fits best. Um, that could be dangerous. That could that could add up to two goals really quick, and that could be the difference in your game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you get two like matchups that you really like, and you see an opportunity for it, or you catch someone tired. Uh, I'd say once in the first period, once early in the second, and boom, uh, you're talking about a you know Hawks in control of the game, uh, as opposed to a back and forth there. So um, I like that, and uh, I that's also why I like that this game being you know especially building with a win against the you know second best team in the league technically uh i'd say best team if you're going just uh not off the standings but on the power rankings because i would put boston up there and then uh when that you you know kind of had to squeak out a little bit uh in a way um it kind of you you got a taste of a little bit of both and now you're going to go back to a good team and i would expect them to play uh with a little bit more sharpened mentality Uh, i Mm -hmm. think that's the best way that i'm going to describe it here and then um, I would also assume Olimata would be back. Um, you know, he was with the team, did not play flu-like symptoms, all of that. But um, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's back in the lineup, and you're probably seeing Slater Cuckoo uh, or Dennis Gilbert draw out. Uh, depends on who they you know want to put out. I know we talked about Gilbert a little bit with the fight and the hits and whatever, but uh, they'll decide on one of those guys. So um, I- either way, you are swapping a lefty for a lefty. So uh, it doesn't really change pairings as much, but I feel like uh, Ole Mata could at least, you know, help you out uh, a little bit more on the penalty kill than a Dennis Gilbert can or a Slater Cuckoo. So I, either one you put them in for, I think you're going to have at least a little bit of reinforcement there. So, um, yeah, I, I like it too. I, I'm going to go with the Hawks win probably a little bit tighter. Uh, I'm going to go with the 4-3 because I think uh, probably get up like 4-2 and then empty netter, or not, excuse me, uh, with the empty net uh, extra skater out. Coyotes maybe get one back late, but then uh, – you know, they they, they got to leave me on the edge of my seat when I'm there. That's the only way that uh, they know. So uh, I'm going to go with 4-3. Hawks win. Uh, keep this thing rolling on Sunday night tone. So stick to click. Who you got? I'm going Kirby Doc. Um, you know, I, I was just, you know, <laughs> talking about how much I like seeing him uh, uh, win this game tonight. And I think that's going to be a little confidence boost for him. And uh, I think he'll go out and get another one on uh, on Sunday night. I like that one a lot. I'm going to go, uh, you know, uh, probably a little bit of a close to the heart pick here, but uh, Ryan Carpenter, I uh, got it's played out there uh, originally with San Jose, uh, then with Vegas for the past two seasons, uh, knows the Coyotes well, uh, played them a lot more frequently than the Blackhawks did. So uh, Ryan Carpenter, I'm going to go with him. It feels like uh, that's just kind of his style because the Coyotes aren't a high flying team by any stretch of the imagination. They're not your, like, you know, like I'd mentioned a team in their division there, the Edmonton Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl, and uh, Connor McDavid are the Globetrotters of the Pacific Division out there. Um, Arizona's kind of the more sound, uh, 
you know, chip it in. We'll work with you. We'll, uh, you mm-hmm. know, grind it out with you. Uh, if someone's going to get there to the front of the net uh, and outwork someone on a tired third, fourth line, it's going to be Ryan Carpenter in front of the net, slamming one home again. Second goal is a black cock while I'm wearing the jersey on Sunday night. <laughs> well, it's very on brand of you. <laughs> I like your pick, man. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that he scores one for you. I know you've been waiting for it. Uh, no better time to do it than on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Tone. So um, that, that's about all I've got for tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a fun one out there at the UC. Uh, Tone, it's going to be a fun weekend overall. We get to celebrate a little bit Saturday night. I know we've got different events planned um, uh, on our personal schedules here, so it'll be fun to uh, lament over a win instead of a loss. Absolutely, Johnny. That's all I've got as well. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we continue to streak right here and it'll be nice to, uh, to close the weekend out with, uh, yeah. with a Blackhawks winner. One last thought. Um, you know, you talked about this being a trap game and sure there, you were on the road for two and then you're coming back home. Um, but it's not like you're staying home. So it's not like the first of a, uh, homestand where you're kind of getting settled back in and getting back with the family and all this. No, you're in and out because right after that, you're going out to Vegas, uh, Tuesday night, you're going out to Arizona, the desert on Thursday night, and you're at St. Louis on Saturday night. So they're in and out. Uh, this is a quick pit stop home. Uh, I am going to say it's like you don't even uh, unpack your bag. You, you set it down at home, uh, you know, say hi to the wife, the girlfriend, whatever, and then get to the rink and get to work. So uh, that's why I like him in this one. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a very good point. And, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a rough week up ahead for the Hawks. And I think this is a good one to uh, keep the pace up a little bit because, you know, you want to go into Vegas, too, and, and get the job done. So um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we continue this because win streaks, man, are cool and tough. Absolutely, Tone. Let's close it out how we always do here on Blackhawks on tap. Let's go, Hawks. Let's go, Hawks.